break out the carrot sticks and natural yogurt. No artificial hormones added. It's time for the Doctor's Nutrition Show. Dr. Lewis and Janet have a long history of helping people achieve their maximum potential. While Janet is a certified natural health consultant with a unique perspective of alternative and complementary nutrition. Dr. Lewis stays current on the latest research pertaining to nutritional supplements and optimum health. Paramount to their educational journey was their trip to China while studying Chinese medical doctors. Dr. Lewis and Janet know the importance of proper nutrition in the healing process and maintenance of the human body. Get ready to gain a healthy perspective on life. This is the Doctor's Nutrition Show. Hello and welcome to this week's show. I'm Janet Lewis. And I'm Dr. Lewis. And we are Doctor's Nutrition of Texas, where we help you with nutritional solutions for your common health issues. We've got a very exciting show for you today. We're trying to put the pieces together on digestion. There's so much, um, many different symptoms that people have that are digestive related that they may may or may not know. And many people uh, get many kind of uh, prescription drugs to help with it that down the road still don't help. So we're going to discuss today what really happens whenever you get the drug for it versus doing something natural and maybe some other alternatives you should be looking at as to why your digestion's not getting better. But if you are uh, new to our show, basically we do nutrition, uh, the great nutrition, the pharmaceutical kind that is only available through doctors, who my husband happens to be one. And uh, we figure out what's wrong with your health based on low-cost lab work. We do it across the United States. There's usually a lab local to you that we can have you sent to and have it drawn. And then Dr. Lewis actually goes over that lab for free. So if you're listening to any part of this show and you're like, well, I don't really know or understand what's happening with my health Um, The best thing to do is to get lab work so you're not guessing anymore. You know, many people think they know what's wrong until they see the lab and it's completely not even close. So, um, and and that's kind of why we're talking about digestion today because so many people on lab have really bad digestion and it contributes to so many other ailments in the body like cholesterol issues, uh, which we're going to touch on that as well. But please visit our website at a cut above naturals with an S on the end dot com where you can find all kind of great information, Dr. Lewis blogs. He uh, puts up different shows uh, every couple of weeks, and uh, there's a health survey on there, so you can get started feeling better today. So, Dr. Lewis, could you start uh, a little bit about explaining why we're doing a show on digestion and kind of, you know, what you've been seeing on lab that's creating a problem for people? Yeah, first of all, I don't even know what a blog is. I guess I do one. If she says I do, I do. Uh, had a lady yesterday said, "Well, behind every good woman is uh, behind every good man is a good woman." And that was Amanda in somewhere in North Carolina because I think her husband's somewhere close to incredible. I said, "No, behind every successful man is a really tired woman." So Janet's the one that kind of runs this and keeps me semi-sort of organized. Uh, far as digestion, you know, we've said for years that you know if you just take the proper notice the word proper digestive enzymes and you take the proper not probiotic not all of them are as good as others that that can and many times does improve digestion to a large degree but there's still some people that say well i have we had one last week said i regressed 
Well, first of all, we've become a very impatient nation. Just because your symptoms get worse does not mean you're doing the wrong thing once you start natural supplementation. And, you know, supplementation is not really, it's not intended to change a symptom or disease uh, because according to the FDA, only a drug can do that. But what we're doing is throwing in certain uh, nutrients and raw materials so that your body can function at a higher capacity and then do what it's designed by God himself to do. Um, You know, I I think it's interesting. I just want to throw this in. You people think, oh, you're talking about digestion. That's so boring. But how many people are wanting to lose weight? It's one of the first things that they they call us for is to lose weight. And I tell them I want to look at their digestion on their lab, and they're like, what's that got to do with anything? Everything. Do you know that that's a huge problem with obesity is actually digestion, anxiety, depression, and so many diseases actually start with digestion. And we're hearing more and more, and especially this week, we've heard more about people that are very successful in their career, I mean, making massive amounts of money. They could buy and sell us a hundred times over, and they're depressed. So money is a good thing because it's a good tool. It can help you have a better life, less life. But that is not the be-all and end-all. So there's so many things that interfere with proper digestion. We've talked about the genetically modified organisms. That's why I'm pretty much anti-grain. And there are so many things that interfere with it. And I'm going to let Janet in a minute talk about kind of tie it together but i'm going to tell you what interferes with it the other day i was spraying some uh, super concentrated roundup and I, I use these chemicals very very judiciously but i still use some and the sprayer anyway i had a bunch of 40 something percent glyphosate spray in my face I immediately ran to the shower, scrubbed my head and face, trying to get that stuff off of me. Janet didn't even know that it happened. And after the shower, she says, what did you do? You know, she gave me the look in her tone of voice. (laughs) She could tell on my face that I'd been poisoned, and I'm still reeling from that about two weeks later. I mean, we have things that clean it up a lot faster, but glyphosate and that's in most of your foods, the Roundup, interferes with it. And and Cheerios, they came out with a big one about the Cheerios having the glyphosate. One of the biggest uh, offenders of the cereals is Cheerios. Well, g- good. I'm glad you opened up that can of worms. Let me go ahead and insult some people while you brought it up. Cheerios, are, we're seeing this on Facebook, they're going to give away, I think it's 100 million different seeds to save the honeybees. You want to save the honeybees, quit spraying glyphosate or glyph- glyphosate, quit spraying it on your grains. And Cheerios is reportedly one of the largest uh, percentages. And it, I just cringe when I see our grandkids eat it. It's like, well, they're not my kids. I don't have any say so. But there's so many things in your food. You want to eat normal, natural, raw organic as much as possible. But And, and let me just talk about MSG. We've known MSG is a bad, bad actor uh, for at least since the 1970s 73 74 long like that 
But you don't know most of the time when you're getting it. And sometimes these people say, well, my IBS has regressed. It's like, well, you don't know if you walked into a room that's been fumigated or you got some supposedly organic food that really wasn't organic and it was overly sprayed with this stuff. But MSG can be uh, hidden. It'll say natural flavors or natural pork flavoring. I love pork natural beef flavoring, chicken flavoring. It can be in the soy sauce and soy protein. Soy protein isolate, and I'm mostly anti-soy, but there's some good substances you can isolate from soy as long as you get it away from the bad stuff, and that can be done. Uh, MSG can be created in the fermentation process. It can be called carrageenan, maltodextrin, whey protein, whey protein isolate, stock, broth, bullion cubes, barley malt extract. And about 70 other things, if I'm reading this correctly. Some of the symptoms of not just MSG, but some of these little things like glyphosate that's in your food, and it impairs your digestion. That's why people say, well, I'm bloated, I belch. One lady, and she is a sweet, sweet lady, she said, well, I've been doing great, but then all of a sudden I eat something and my stomach, I'm starting to gain weight in my stomach. But she noticed that as soon as she did something to help her body work better, she said, I noticed it wasn't weight that my stomach got flat. I was bloated and didn't know it. But some of these symptoms can be cardiac arrhythmia. When your heart's beating incorrectly, you might be a redneck. I mean, uh, you might be getting some of these glyphosates or MSG. For me, it's coffee. Too much coffee will do that. Drop in blood pressure, rising blood pressure, tachycardia. Uh, when you swell or retain fluid, uh, just achy. And most people don't know that, you know, there is a possibility of having a nightshade sensitivity. Very few people know that. But joint pain and stiffness, me being a chiropractor, I've dealt with that for years. And if I can just get a person to get off their aspartame or the MSG or whatever is going in their diet, lo and behold, it fixes the GI tract or takes some of the burden off the GI tract, we'll get into uh, hydrochloric acid and bile production here in a minute, I hope. And I think this is going to be two or three podcasts long before we wrap it up. Um, <clears throat> I'm excited about it because we've learned enough knowledge to carry it to even a further degree of healing. But I, I implore people, please, please, please be patient. You're going to have regressions. That's normal. That's God testing your faith or you know ever what your spiritual beliefs are there and i've had people that were dizzy and lightheaded and i had a doctor the other day says well i know i shouldn't but and he's he's very knowledgeable about functional medicine he says i drink a diet dr pepper and he says sometimes i can't squeeze my buttocks hard enough to make it to the bathroom it's immediate I said, well, if you're going to drink a Dr. Pepper, drink a Dr. Pepper. But for God's sake, do the less harmful high fructose corn syrup, which is still bad for us because it's full of mercury. Uh, people that have anxiety and panic attacks, that's GI-related. Headaches, especially migraines. Uh, bizarre numbness and paralysis. Seizures, sciatica, slurred speech, you know, and then you get into the regular uh, GI symptoms, which is diarrhea, constipation, one or the other, and sometimes alternating, which, again, we're going to get into. 
Uh, and it and it goes on and on and on, and it's because some of these foods create a histamine-like reaction. You know, things like BHA, BHT in the box cereals can cause just stomach pain. So be careful what you're eating and clean it up. And you know, uh, go on a whole food, uh, organic food. Reduce the amount of food that you eat. That's one of the best things you can do is eat half as much. You'll still have plenty to create energy, and you'll be noticing that you have more energy because your body doesn't have to expend the extra energy on digestion and elimination. It can expend its energy on uh, being happy and having fun. And some people say, I don't need digestive enzymes because I have three bowel movements a day. I said, just because you have elimination doesn't mean you have proper digestion. And yes, they're related, but it's not always exactly the same. So there are some digestion fundamentals that we want to go uh, go a little bit deeper into so people understand. Um, the essential fundamentals are stomach acid, uh, the hydrochloric acid, which is the... Uh, Betaine is what we call it, is what we use to create the hydrochloric acid naturally. There's bile flow, there's water flow, and intestinal flora. So we're going to try to talk about each one of them and understand why they matter and how to recognize if something is off in regards to any of them in particular, and then what to do about it if your digestive system needs help in any of these aspects. So the first one we're going to talk about is the HCL, the stomach acid and it's the first digestive fundamental you need to know. It helps you break down protein so you can consume into usable amino acids and essential nitrogen needed for a wide variety of critical metabolic functions. It actually sterilizes your food as it enters your digestive system. You need to pay attention to that. It sterilizes it. Very important. Uh, it speeds the rate that food passes through your digestive system. You have to think constipation. So if somebody's constipated, we that's one of the first things we give them is uh, the hydrochloric acid. Um, and if you don't have sufficient amounts of it, you will not be able to use the protein you consume for energy or cellular construction. Oh, 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 oh. let me interject. Do you know what a virus or yeast is wrapped in? It's wrapped in protein. So if you're not digesting the protein like that hard piece of pork I ate yesterday, although I left about three-fourths of half the piece because we reduce our intake of food, uh, if you can't digest that protein, you cannot kill a yeast or a virus or a fungus. And if you look at that piece of protein and it looks like a rock sitting there on your plate, there's a pretty good chance you don't have enough hydrochloric acid in your gut because innately your body is going, really? I'm not really sure how to break that down. So, um, you know, you know, I think the easiest way, what we use is Alzheimer because it has um, the ox bile and that kind of stuff in it that helps break down the proteins. And, and enough hydrochloric acid to actually do some good, although it may not be enough. It's a really, really good place to start. And we kind of get to that conclusion by what your chloride is and what your globulin is and what your protein is on your lab. And don't be afraid of salt. You know, if you have high blood pressure, yes, but we should never do regular table salt. We should do the Himalayan uh, Celtic, you know, sea salt. 
Uh, we like the pink stuff just because it's pretty. But it has an entirely different mineral profile and ratios. And you need that chloride to make betaine hydrochloric acid. And that's, you know, just the first part of digestion, uh, breaking it down into usable parts so that your body can create energy and use those parts for the repair processes in your body. I think it's very interesting that um, if you can't break it down, the proteins will instead pass through the stomach in large, unusable particles that instead of nourishing the body end up occurring to your body as a toxic invader. So you have to think leaky gut. Leaky gut. That's really true. And why do people have acid reflux? Most people think it's too much acid. Right. So, you know, so it starts with a leaky gut. And additionally, if there's insufficient betaine, then your food will not properly be sterilized as it enters your body. And in turn, it will create a lot of stress on your immune system and will increase the likelihood of bacterial, viral, fungal, and parasitic infections like candida. So if on your lab, when we start telling you that your your hydrochloric acid is low on your lab and your globulin is bad, and then your immune system, if you people have had lab done and your white blood cell count is always incredibly low, then you have to start thinking, well, maybe there's a reason that that stays that way. The body is so stressed because it's trying to break down these proteins. It can't. And now it's got an invader like a parasitic thing. Candida is a parasite. And you keep trying to raise your immune system, but you can't do it because the problem is the gut. And, and, you know, people with H. pylori, that's usually... And H. pylori, bless its heart, it gets all the bad press. There's other bad bacteria that do that. Uh, They say that H. pylori can create ulcers, um, and I think that's true. But you have to wonder, well, if the gut lining was healthy, and there's many supplements that help with that, uh, then your body can work at a a higher, mm, you know, closer to 100%. I doubt we ever get to 100%. Uh, and H. pylori, you know it's found in almost all household cats? Cats? Yes, Max, oh, our cat. No, no, not, <laughs> not my cat. Sorry, folks, I had to stir her up. Yeah, I see that. <laughs> but, uh, and, and I'm not an MD, so I don't make any decisions about medical stuff. But, you know, when you take something like uh, Nexium, Prilosec, you know, especially the H2 blockers, and it slows down the little bit of acid you have any way and it's i know it gives you symptomatic relief and i'm all for that but it over a period of time actually impairs your digestion even worse and acts like a fertilizer to allow h pylori and bacteria of all sorts of kinds and candida to grow because it doesn't have the acid to kill it and then what happens to those bacteria that are growing they start feasting on the carbohydrates that you're eating and that's one reason you crave carbs, even though that's not the best way for the body to run. And they will create exotoxins because they ferment as they excrete their metabolic waste into your stomach. Exotoxin sounds exciting, and mm. that's exactly what it does. And, and, and so how this is how exciting it is. They let off gases that cause air pressure in your stomach, which makes you feel bloated. So wives, think about it when your husband's passing noxious gas. Mm-hmm. And oh, so, well, we don't do that. And so don't much agree. pressure <laughs> that the forces the upper valve of the stomach to slip open momentarily, 
resulting in the contents of the stomach to sometimes be regurgitated. Oh, I was on the other end. You know, if your husband stands around the campfire and does some of those redneck things, it just gives Jeff Foxworthy something else to talk about. So that's the true cause of most cases of acid reflux. And then mistakenly, we're taught that acid reflux comes from having too much acid in your stomach, like Dr. Lewis said. And so they start giving you spending what a ridiculous blunder all of that is. And you're spending millions of dollars on antacids, alkaline water, and proton pump inhibitors. So one of the most profi- sounds sexy. It's one of the most profitable profitable segments of pharmaceutical sales in the world. Yeah. And why is it so popular if it's completely mistaken? Because it eliminates the painful and damaging symptoms of acid reflux. And, and you know, again, we're all for symptom relief, but we're more for let's fix the root cause of that. Because if if you don't treat your say low hydrochloric acid then H. pylori can do the same thing to the stomach lining that gluten does to the lining of the small intestine, you know, those people that have celiac disease. Uh, and it, it kind of denudes, that's a good word, denudes the surface, and it kind of makes the surface useless as in the absorption of the vitamins and minerals that you do put into your system. Interesting so. about that, because doctors know that antacids turn off digestion, so sometimes they'll recommend taking a multivitamin or mineral because uh, we've actually had clients that are quoting the doctor saying this. You're not going to digest your food when you take this antacid. Well, you're not going to digest your multivitamin, multimineral. And there are so many different types out there, folks. And, and I keep harping on this because there's so many people don't believe me. And I was talking to a doctor yesterday. He said, well, I'm taking this brand, and I really like it because it's a good one. And I looked it up, and it ranked a .5 on a five-star system, where all doctors' nutrition ranks a three, three and a half, or four on a five-star system. And I said, okay, yours ranks uh, .5, and the one I want to put you on ranks a 3.5. I said, doctor, do the math. He said, okay, just ship it, and He'll get better and better and better because he cares about his family, so therefore he's making an investment in his health. So I admire him for that. So there are some uh, symptoms, again, of insufficient levels of betaine, just so we can recap that. They are reflux and heartburn, burping, bloating in your upper abdomen, undigested food in your stool and or capsules of supplements. Yeah, we have some people that say that. Mm-hmm. And, and we can, it takes a while to tweak it. If you get impatient and say, well, it didn't work, I quit. You haven't gained anything at all. Constipation, low blood pressure, and high urine pH. So that's another test we run on lab is the urinalysis. And if, you, if your uh, pH in your urine seems to run high, and that's why we look at everything. If it stays at, high, right, I tell you, people we need to watch it and right. get a history. So it's pretty cool that on lab we can tell exactly what's missing because of these levels, because we know what the levels were supposed to be now. So because the, the, the break, inability to completely break down your food, you get what Janet said a while ago was leaky gut syndrome. Well, here's some of the symptoms. Intestinal dysbiosis, think candida. Uh, medications do that. It creates food allergies, chemical sensitivities, celiac disease, malabsorption of your nutrients, autoimmune diseases. They 
they have a GI link, even if it's Hashimoto's thyroiditis. It's your thyroid. Yeah, but it starts usually from gluten, uh, the, the side effects of gluten in the gut. Uh, and, and then the leaky gut causes all these bad things. Chemical sensitivity, which causes brain fog. I hear that term brain fog several times every day to every week. Uh, so, you know, you kind of have to stick with it. And, and all these, these people I mentioned that are super successful uh, professionally, they're depressed. Well, some of them. I think it's interesting that when you start supplementing with betaine, uh, because you do have to kind of start it slow, yep. um, because if you do it too fast, you can get too much really fast and it can burn your stomach. Uh, but a lot of people will just uh, have discomfort like nausea or an increase of acid reflux issues, actually. And it's, and the discomfort is actually not a sign that the betaine's bad for you. Rather, is that you experience discomfort when you take betaine because your stomach is nowhere near acidic enough. Because if your stomach was already acidic like it should be, then adding a little more acid would be no big deal. So you have to be okay with being a little bit uncomfortable is what she's really saying in order to get well. Right. So the more alkaline your stomach is, the stronger the chemical reaction is when betaine hits your stomach, actually. And and I want to repeat something Janet's already said. Uh, many times the acid reflux, the, the GERD, uh, it's usually too much alkali from the, it's really from the pyloric sphincter not closing. So you get that kind of explosion up rather, and I was ahead of myself talking about the gas around the campfire kind of deal but but uh, the way you start it is you start you start with one 500 milligram of sorry one 500 milligram of betaine per day per meal and you want to take it once you've started eating your meal within about 20 minutes of having eaten eaten into the meal in the middle of the meal um, and if that doesn't burn then you, the next time you want to add another one in per meal. Most people have to build up each day until you're up to 2,500 milligrams of betaine per meal. And we're in the process now of trying to find a, a betaine that actually has a higher amount in it so there's less pills to swallow because I personally can take five of them with no problem. Um but your guts can heal. I right. used to take four, and then boom, all of a sudden, not all of a sudden, it took a couple, three years. I can't really take much betaine at all because my stomach woke up and began to function like it's supposed to. So that's why I don't take a proton pump inhibitor. I may take a, a digestive bitter, which was a question this week. What about digestive bitters? That's called, oh, we chew up some ginger after the meal. And if you start to get loose stools or diarrhea, then reduce your dosage of the betaine or stop taking it entirely until your bowel movement gets solid again. And sometimes that's because you don't have the bowel flow to I know, and I thought, we were gonna, I thought we were going to get to talk about all of this stuff, and we've, we're about out of time. So I guess we're going to have to make several shows out of this because it's, it's so very interesting. We'll start putting it in uh, order. You know, first thing is betaine and then bile. And then the probiotics, because every every part of it is it's just not one thing that fixes it. But you'll start understanding what's wrong where you are to be able to start adding things in. So be hopeful and be patient. 
Uh, and, you know, at the risk of offending so many people, there's a good scripture that says those who hope in the Lord never get tired or weary. So you've got to always have that hope and that excitement that something better's coming. And you achieve it after that. It makes a huge difference. Attitude and expectations, everything. And people ask me how I'm doing. I say, well, somewhere between perfect and wonderful or wonderful and perfect. Oh, near perfect. If I ever say, okay. I'm not having a good day, but because I speak that way, it actually helps create a better mood, and I feel more uplifted, and then I can uplift others. I would ask you one thing here, folks. Who's going to be the hero in the family to have the courage to lead in order to get well and be an inspiration to everyone around you? Think about that and try to be the hero, and we can help you get there much more quickly well you know even if you understand what's happening here and you can relate to some of these things without seeing lab you really can't relate to knowing all of it because you need to know the parameters on what's actually happening with the body Um, because so many people think they know what's wrong they know why they're tired they know why they don't break down their foods and they go run lab and it's like Oh, wow, I didn't realize my immune system was so low. I didn't realize I'm not breaking down my food still. I didn't realize I wasn't taking enough hydrochloric acid. Um, I didn't know what my pH was in my urine. There's just no way to know that without lab. And you guys, you can send the lab to us if you have some recent. We'll be happy to look at it and give you an idea of what's happening with your body. If you don't have any lab, when we say within the last three months, because over that it's basically old news, Go on our website to acutabovenaturals.com, fill out the health survey, and let us start have helping you have a life worth living where you feel better because it's not old age. And there's so many people that call us and say, you know, I think I'm just old. I just can't keep up like I used to. And they're 20 years younger than me. Right. It's not about age. It's usually about the body not having the right nutrients or are they not knowing what nutrients to put in? Well, it's attitude and altitude. Oh, I'm sorry. I got off, got off track. Yeah. Um, so on our next show, we will get into bile. And why does bile matter or not? Um, and, and actually, it's going to be very interesting to, uh, to see why you need bile and then what starts happening about why they start giving you the cholesterol-lowering medications. Uh, because that correlates to bile, so I'll keep y'all in suspense to wonder what what's happening there. But I she, think it's uh, very interesting why, how the statins work, and and why they give you those, and how they make you think that that's a plus because it looks great on your lab, and um, what's really happening in the body. And if you have that knowledge, then you can work with your doctor. Um, because we're not anti-medical. We want you to have an understanding so that you can know what's going on. And Janet says she's going to keep you in suspense, and it goes back to what I said. You know, you always have to have hope for something a little bit better, and now that she said that, I realize she's kept me in suspense for many years. (laughs) (laughs) And with that being said, we appreciate you guys listening to our show this week, and we hope you enjoyed it. And please share us with someone else if uh, if you've been listening to us and you know someone that might need this show and need help. Please pass our podcast along. We very much appreciate our patients that we have now and all the new ones we're about to have and all the listeners. You guys have a blessed week, and we'll talk to you right here next time on the Doctor's Nutrition Show. <music>